This is the Let Get Discussion Podcast. Yeah. One of the things about growing up in the 80s, especially, you know, the early 80s, is we found ways to entertain ourselves that just would not fly. And it wouldn't even fly in the late 80s, let alone today. Like, we were forced to use our imaginations. And on top of that, technology advances weren't (laughs) where they needed to be at the time. I mean, you know, Atari came out and we had board games, but... In the, in the early 80s or when you're really young, we had fun, granted limited and uh, temporary, fun with some of the most awful, boring, air quote, games <laughs> that you can imagine. Listen, we had jacks. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what the hell jacks are, one, don't blame you. Two, just had to be a certain age it was these metal ass i don't know uh jacks and a ball and you bounce the ball and you pick up one and you bounce the ball and before it bounced again you had to pick up two and you just had to keep you just had to keep bouncing the ball and picking up jacks until you had them all in your hand that was fun um girls hopscotch that's dumb you just get some chalk and you draw boxes and you throw a rock and you hop in the box and pick up your rock but this would entertain girls for about three hours <laughs> um we had the ball and the paddle and the ball was attached to the paddle and you just bounce it on the paddle one nobody could do it for more than two bounces three you end up hitting yourself in the face or there's that too i don't care Three, <laughs> the ball would eventually come off because the only thing that was sticking it to the paddle was a staple. <laughs> it's just a dumb game. I don't even, can you even classify that as a game? If you can, then the next one is even worse. It's worser. The cone and the ball. Remember the, it was like an ice cream cake cone, but thin. <laughs> There was a ball attached to it, and you swing the ball and try to land it inside the cone because it was a string attached to it, and that was supposed to be fun. I don't know why that was supposed to be. And then oh, we had the um, the Chinese yo-yo. I guess that's what they called it. It was the paper thing, and you, you flick your wrist, and it goes all the way out, and you bring your wrist back, and the paper goes back in, and that was pretty much the fuck it. <laughs> had awful, awful, terrible, terrible games. Like, I mean, I would have rather played marbles. At least it was some kind of strategy. I don't know. But, you know, we, we still used our imagination. We had fun. I mean, we played games where you didn't have anything. We played tag and freeze tag and red light, green light, and hide and go get it. Hide and go get it. And Mother May I, which was very gay. Um, we, we did those, and we had fun, and we had fun! Anyway, that's not what this show's about, man. We're gonna have some fun. Uh, it's the EDP, and, and, and let's, let's, let's get it popping. And my theme music. Guess who's Pazak? And if you don't know... Let me break it down for you again. Okay, party people in the house. 
You're about to witness something you've never witnessed before. It is my pleasure, it is my treat, it is my honor to introduce to you the man that needs no introduction. Of course he don't need an introduction or else you wouldn't have bought the goddamn podcast. Ladies and germs, get ready for the E-double-E, a.k.a. Kid Dynamite. A.K.A. The Magnificent with the Sensational Style. A.K.A. The nigga from last year. A.K.A. Stop. Hold up. Pause. Quit. Change the groove and fuck it up a little bit. Who the fuck is this E? Party was a dope movie, a classic, you know, because at the time it was different. It was different since they were hip hop artists on the big screen doing a teenage high school movie. You know, prior to that, high school movies were sewn up by uh, the Brat Pack and Ferris Bueller, you know, and of course the classic summer school. Uh, Shouts to Francis Chainsaw Grant. So I had a uh, house party. You know, can play fresh off backup dancer for Salt and Pepper. You know, the trailer got me hyped for the movie. Looked like a legit fun hip hop movie, like Crush Groove, but you know, with more high school and less weight. Shouts to the fat boys. Now, the women in the movie. See, everybody was on Shirang, which made sense because she was a slower, but really never gave it up. Anyway, I was coming off of school days in '88 with Jane. So I'd already seen uh, Tisha Campbell lick Big Brother Almighty's part down the center. So, <laughs> so that that was who I wanted. You know, Tisha Campbell had a nice run before and up to Martin. She had Little Shop of Horrors, and School Days, you know, House Party of course, another 48 Hours, Boomerang. Not bad at all. Then she wrote Martin. But anyway, uh, we had Martin who I already know from What's Happening Now and Do the Right Thing. So that was excellent casting for uh, Dragon Breath Belial. The movie's acting wasn't necessarily warning Oscar consideration, no. But, you know, for the time, it was perfect. The good movie allows you to forget you're watching people act and get you engrossed in the story. And that's what House Party did, you know. You wanted to see what was gonna happen next. You wanted to see the party. You wanted to see who was going to get the girls. You wanted to see if Pops was going to catch Kid. So, you know, you had Kid getting into the fight in the lunchroom, which was pretty funny. And what ironically didn't start a food fight. See, in my school, a food fight would have happened. It would have went down. But anyway, <laughs> you had the super fast male that got the kid's house the same day and uh, the sneak out. 
Uh, he wrote Rhymes to Rock at the Party, which he carried around the entire night. He had Full Forces, the Bullies, chasing him around town, which was hilarious. Shouts to Bowlegged Lou. Um, uh, the Fat Man Banging the Check. The Old Folks Party with George Clinton scratching. Brother Lowe. Something you want a little pie in your head? Like no. Yeah, I did it. My cry two tears in a bucket. Fuck it. Let's take it to the stage. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I am somebody. Uh, Bilal. See, Bilal was the hidden gem of the movie. You know, he had the jet beauties on the wall, which I had my walls just like that until one day, one month, it was a jet beauty that looked just like my mother. And it ruined everything. I had to take them all down. <laughs> anyway, um, Bilal was waiting on play with all his equipment. Play was scratching up his speakers and joints, shoving them in the trunk. Uh, the argument with the chick, and he, then he laughed him. And later, play played kid uh, when he drove right past him. <laughs> you know, the Ellis thing though was was all the love and dap that kid got when he got to the party. That's how you make an entrance, when he finally got there. Um, so you had a dance battle, of course, and this is back when people had house parties, and you knew you were going to the house party, so you stay up uh, days before and worked out routines that you would do when your song came on. Or you would take your own song and give it to a DJ, like, yo, throw this on, and then you bust it out. Um, when Groove got drunk, and he dropped him off at his mom's house, rang the uh, doorbell and he fell on the floor, um, breaking of the toilet. Oh, Bilal singing always and forever. Man, you so soft and comfy, like my hush puppies. You so warm and fluffy, like a buttermilk biscuit. Shoot. You made me want to squeeze tighter and tighter. Nah, nah, I ain't gonna lie. You make a motherfucker want to sing. Always and forever. Each moment with you. It's just like a dream to me and you. That somehow came true. Uh, chill bumping the table, the jail scene. Of course, kid in the extra old condom, and we got to see Sydney in her underwear. She had negative 1,000 curves, but, you know, it was still something to see. You know, two extra light-skinned manila paper-ass people kissing. Um, the whole movie was dope. John Witherspoon in the window, his wife getting caught by calling him Harold or Walter or whatever. Um, Pops beating kid through the credits. Oh. And the one thing I miss forever, this was one of the earliest stay after the credits movie. In the beginning, they're partying and the roof blows off the house. <laughs> well, after the credits, after the, the, the movie goes off, and you had the credits, the two cops who were the antagonists the whole movie, the roof falls on top of them. That was dope. A lot of people didn't stick around to see that. They had to see it when it came out on VHS, but that happened. Um, then you had your sequels. You had the Pajama Jammy Jam and, and House Party 2. You had the Bachelor Party and, and House Party 3. And then House Party 4. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let me get on with the show. I'm going to have classic material from Classic Team Up and the Cold Slither Podcast. And we're going to have a house party. We're going to go toe to toe. 
uh, after this. trouble in school today, I'm definitely going to be on punishment. Uh, there's a party tonight at Peter's house. Can I go? You're not going nowhere. Every little step you take will be around this bedroom tonight. Did you hear anything about a party tonight? Uh-uh. At least not any good ones. Hello, Tawatha. Do I feel like being bothered with Tawatha? Hello, LaDonna. Looking real good. Step off. Scandalous. Kick it, Pop. What you got to say now, punk? How much more trouble can I get into? Hey, Eraserhead. I'm in prison. Just do me a favor. Don't pick up the soap with that fire. I'm gonna kill him. Yo, yo, look who fell into the game. Hey, this ain't Soul Train. The two finest women in here. Now, how could a man choose? He better choose right. Okay, so where we're on our way to? The house party. What? The house party. Jay ain't going to that damn party. It's all to it. I don't give a damn what you say. You're making me a social misfit. Welcome back to the show. It's the Collective Discussion Podcast. EDP with the hashtag in front looks like a screen door. Never mind that. At this point, I'd like to introduce my guest. Uh, if you if you follow the drip, you'll find him at the Cold Slither Studios. The uh, the the front man of Public Enema. He's uh, the host of the uh, classic team up. Head like a rocket, stick your finger in a socket, punk motherfucker name, <laughs> classic material. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. E, uh, good to be back. Yeah. Uh, you know, after having the highest rated show you ever had, we talked about the worst of everything. It is good to be back to, to play more game, blame, and shame on the rest of your guests. Take yep. that, Jay Corduroy. Take that, Rashani. Damn. Take that, Smitherella. All the way back to season one. Take that deck. Oh. Decker. Decky. Click versus deck. There you go. Um, well, uh, today's show, we're going to discuss the uh, 1990s classic uh, motion 
picture film house party and yeah. and and by way of house party the uh, subsequent sequels so so let's get right into it your, your thoughts on the movie the first time you saw it did you were you anticipating did you see commercials did you go see it by yourself did you see it in the theater did you wait for vhs and betamax when you saw it what did you think uh uh now house party dropped in the 90s and it was it was highly anticipated because the thing with uh you know with house party and, and, and hip-hop you know was uh you know in 1990 hip-hop was kind of almost like ride the wave to almost its peak uh you had a lot of these you know classic acts that were out like run dmc you know and epmd but then you had a lot of new acts coming into the fold you know and a lot of uh you know different changes you know you had the uh, kwame and, and and the uh his different hairstyle and the, and the polka dots going down and then you had a group called kid and play uh you know they had the high top fade and they had the box cuts and everything uh now kid and play wasn't as hardcore as most rappers i mean they didn't really talk about like what they wore or who they beat up or you know how you know they talked about girls but it was mostly like it was jazzy jeff and fresh prince kind of type of rap and and then to jump from that into you know and i i saw you know some of the stuff they did and it was kind of cool but it was like yo kid had that huge eraser head you know that was the whole thing was you know it was all about kid kid and you know the dude with the crazy high top fade and the other guy that's all you knew about the two of them and, and, and it was like okay they got a movie coming out and it looks good like you know you saw i saw i've seen the trailers and the teasers and this was before you could see you know you might have saw something in the theater but seeing it on t television and seeing like the little commercial ads and stuff and you know it, it, it looked really cool and it was like the one of those movies you want to see it 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 I like House Party because it stands out. It was probably one of the first black teen movies. Like, you know, you had a lot of high school movies or those, you know, party movies where it was like, oh, no, uh, you know, uh, Peggy Sue or, or, or oh, shit, Peggy 16, Sue. 16 Candles, you know, it's coming up. Or the big party's coming up. Weird science. They're going to have a big party. But it was mostly white kids and, like, there might have been one black kid. This was, like, a black teen high school party movie. You know that you can get down with so you know to kind of see that happen you know it was kind of fun uh you know and then of course i had kid to play teacher campbell martin Lawrence. a lot of these names at the time weren't really big household names just yet you know and this movie kind of put a lot of on the map uh you know basically this started off martin's career i would say you know i mean he was already doing stand-up and everything before that uh but martin lawrence became a huge name after this movie uh you know so yeah I remember seeing this in the theater. Uh, you know, I think it might have been open, and you know, when it opened uh, that Friday, Friday night, uh, I saw it with. Uh, I'm trying to remember if I saw it with my mom or my dad because it was one of those things. And my parents were divorced back then, so like, I saw movies with either one or the other. You know, I never saw movies with both of them. Uh, but uh, I think I saw it with my dad, and he took you know my brother and me to see it, and the jokes were crazy, and it was fun. And it was, you know, and we walked out of there just spit quotes from the movie and everything, you know. And I mean, the star of that movie, yeah, it was Kid and Play. Uh, yeah, yeah, Full Force was in there, but the real star of that movie was Pops, Robin Harris. Yeah, you know, he basically made that movie. Oh, be shaming yourself. Mess up these folks' house. No, it ain't paid Y'all in here doing something wrong. You know, with all the jokes and everything, you know, I talking about, I don't give a damn, Marvin Gaye, Marvin Gaye gonna be there. You still ain't going to that party, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, 
felt and everything. I mean, just so much cool, cool moments from that movie. Why don't you go home and watch The Late Show, Pops? Why don't you just go home? Little test tube, baby. What's her name? Clinton. Clinton what? Clinton, um, X. Clinton X, huh? Yeah, Clinton X. Uh, I'm a Muslim. Uh-huh. Well, go home and bring me back two bean pies and a pork chop sandwich. No, trout mouth either. Okay. Um, so, when we go with the main cast, you got uh, Ken and Play. Uh, who did you identify with more, and or did you have friends like that? Um, I think I was more of, I identified more with Ken, but I think I had more friends that were more uptight or, like, sheltered than I was. So I was kind of the play to a lot of my friends, uh, you know, if if that makes sense, you know, I was kind of like I was kind of like the least nerdy of the nerds. Oh my That's because you had an eight ball jacket. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, like I, I I never showed up on time when we played Dungeons and Dragons. You know, that was mostly the rest of them. Yeah, you're a fucking rebel. <laughs> exactly. You know, I I came in with like a you know, instead of an eighteen sided die, I came in with a sixteen sided die. You know, I, I came in rolling that. Uh, so you know, so I I've identified more with uh, with Kid. You know, because, uh, you know, but not not really, because, I mean, he had the restricted father, you know, he's still a single parent home, and uh, he was just trying to make his way, where play was just, you know, he had privilege, I mean, you know, he was basically at his house, his parents were out of town, and he had his car and everything, I mean, just, he was just living, living the lavish life, you know, growing up on ladies at school and everything. You know, play was like the, the guy, the, the cool guy that knew everybody in school. Whereas kid was like, you know, he was like that weird, weeby kid that always got in the fights, you know, for some reason or whatever, got bullied. And, you know, and it was kind of weird to see them as hangout partners and then to see, like, you know, how kid basically transformed throughout the movie, you know. The, the, yeah, the, the, the coming of kid. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. Yeah, coming out of kid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who knew he was a dope uh, battle rapper? Yeah, all, all that stuff was written, but then you know, then he uh, you know blew the stage up. Yeah, shout outs to Toe to Toe. Kenan plays on a roll again. Um, the crowd dances. Crowd's dope. The tempo was steady. You ready to strip for a confetti? Listen to this guy. There you go. We gotta do the uh, kid play rap battle later on in the show. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's get down to what people actually turned on this podcast to listen to the question that that you have to answer who was the sexiest sydney or shereen mm. mm. now know, we're it, talking we're talking at the time of the movie, of the movie we're not yeah. talking about talking today now. we know who's sexier now because i follow uh you know aj johnson on twitter and boy yeah i tell you she has really whew. I mean, if you've seen Baby Boy, you know where the progression went with her. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's play the mom in there. Um, I got to say Shireen. You know, if we're talking who's the sexiest or the sexier of the two. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Sydney was no slouch either, you know, uh, you know, but you talking like who would you, you know, well, <laughs> just who? Okay. <laughs> it's got to be Shireen hands down. Sydney was, uh, you know, that nice girl. You know, she's the girl you could bring around to your fa- your folks, and you know, say hi, and, and they like her. You know, she was a, you know, she was she was a nice catch. You know, for for her time. You know, but for her time, her time for her day. You know, and her, her era. Her time, 
by the time two rolled around, she was a bit annoying. But that was a whole different story with uh, House Parties two and three, uh, you know, and uh, and the choices Kid made going going forward. But yeah, you know, it's got to be Shireen. I mean, she had that fam. What what the play say? Shireen, uh, you know, the the, the uh, what do you call it? No, no, he was telling Kid who how to choose between the two, uh, between Sydney and Shireen. But he wanted Shireen for himself. Yeah. You know, but he was like Sydney. You know what I'm saying? She's got the she's got the the house, bam, the <laughs> rec room, boom, pow. You know, you get in there. <laughs> you know, whereas if you go go hang out with Shireen, you got to hang out with uh, you know, all the people, the projects, uh, Uncle, drinking uh, Dick Gregory with Uncle Otis or Uncle Festa, whoever. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So. You're... Oh, shout out to uh, Kelly Joe Minter, who was also in that movie. I was. Uh, and I don't know if you recall her, but she was also in like school in Nightmare on Elm Street Five. She was the one that was in the car with Play when uh, Bilal came up and was like, "Yo, tell this bitch to get the step in." And she's like, "Bitch, who you calling a bitch? Yo, Mama's a bitch. You remember her?" Yeah, of course. Yeah, buddy. She was. She's on my like Ray Dawn Chong list of like movie actresses. I I I be peeping every time she's in. Just like, oh, she's in here too. Yeah. Okay. Right, beer was another one. And uh, the girl from um, the summer school movie. Yeah, that's the that's the same girl, yeah, Kelly Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where I, that's where I remember her from. I used to see her. I'd be like, "Hey, that's Troy Beer," and I'd be like, "No, nah, that's not Troy Beer. That's another light skinned chick." Yeah, I remember but, her from summer school. That was that was that was the one. It is. Yeah. All right. So so we have uh, we have that scene. Um, we of course have um, the 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 pop scenes. What are, what are some of your other favorite scenes from House Party One? Any scene with full force in it. Look at this, fellas. Look, this is not right. We're nervous, we're tense, we see cop cars following us, and we just go to pieces. This ain't us. This ain't the way, man. But you know, I know there's a reason behind all of this. Yo, yo, and I know what the reason is, man. Oh, cause I'm faggot, head like a rocket, stick your finger in a socket, punk motherfucker named Kid. That's who I'm talking about. Yo, I'm telling you, man, ever since this fool came into my life, I can't do nothing but see him, man. I mean, I mean, I'll be alone with a woman sometimes, and I'm damn near about ready to wax that ass. And all I can do is vision this fool, man. Word, word. Shout out to Bowlegged Lou and Paul Anthony. What was that? And be fine. And be fine. Yeah, it, it, it's funny because uh, I was never a big Full Force fan. I think I was like oh, one of those on. guys. No, I liked their music, but it was like I'd see the videos. Uh, you know, and they be out there with like Lisa Lisa Cult Jam, and I get jealous because Lisa Lisa was supposed to be my girl. And I'm like, who are these big muscle bound dudes up up on Lisa Lisa? Nah, man, forget them. You know, so I I was like, you know, I kind of like looked at Full Force with kind of a bit of a jealousy, like, man, forget them, man. You know, they they stole my girl. But and and, and mind you, I was you know kind of young at the time, so I'm like, how. How is it that three, four dudes is gonna be like taking one girl from a, you know, a teenager? I don't know, but hey, that's a, that's a that's a videotape for another day, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, they were hilarious, you know, because you had Pee Wee who had that super high voice, yeah. and <laughs> I forget the second, the third guy's name, but uh, uh, that was a uh, Zella, and uh, Paul Anthony was Stab. Stab. What kind of name was Stab? That's right. Shouts to Stab. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you called my mama a name. And remember the cafeteria fight scene? Yeah, with the fruit cup. With the gas. Look, 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 guys. Why are you sweating me, man? Look, you're wrinkling my school clothes. Ooh, you're wrinkling my school clothes. Ooh. 
Yo, wait, 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 wait. What's the problem? What's wrong? Your mama can't afford no iron? I'll tell you what. Tell her come on over to staff, all right? I'll put her on a stroll. She can save up, get one. Now, watch out! Watch out, Miss Watson! Yo! This punk motherfucker throwing shit at us! Don't man. Do it, man! I smell something, man! You smell something? I definitely you smell something in my hair. I smell... I, I, I smell... I smell pussy! Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I threw the fruit cup. <laughs> and he said, yo, come on, guys, you're wrinkling my school clothes. <laughs> yo, anytime that we used to rough each other up at school, like, around that time, like, you know, just play fight and whatever, mm-hmm. and it was, that was, like, the big thing, like, you grab somebody by the shirt, oh, come on, guy, you're wrinkling up my school clothes. Oh, you're wrinkling up my school clothes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And then you know he calls his mama a hoe, and that that started it off right there. Yeah. Uh, why, why did you call his mother a garden tool? <laughs> and then the blank stare at each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know the disconnect between the school and the students. You know the the, the faculty and students is always going to be there. That's a timeless tradition in movies. Uh, I think you and I are old enough now that we could be school faculty. You know. Uh, you know. So it's like these kids nowadays, I'm sure if they retold House Party, it, we'd be talking to these kids and they would have skinny jeans. Which don't do that. If any if any uh, movie head or producers don't, don't remake this movie. Well, I got some bad news, but we can talk about that later oh, in the show. No. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, about that, you know, doing my, doing my research. Not for this show, just doing my research in the House Party in general, because that's what I do when I'm not, uh, you know. Yeah. Did you notice that that letter from school got there pretty fast? Yo, the same day. <laughs> that never happens ever in life. I don't know what the mail system was in uh, where they live, but that was kind of weird. Did it? Was it even revealed where they lived? Like what state, city? I, don't I mean, think so. Assuming it was Cali, but it could have been any town USA that had a, a projects and, and, and suburbs, and you know. But I mean, it wasn't New York. I know that. Yeah, because I mean, it just wasn't. No, no, was... but that that letter got. I mean, if you got in trouble at school and you had something to do later on that day, you you knew you were good because the ramifications, the the consequences, wasn't going to come for about a week. True. I mean, uh, you know, I can say this now because I'm a grown. I'm grown, but I used to cut school when they would. If you cut school and they like noted that, they would send a like. Say you you were had like. Uh, we call it at least five or ten unexcused absences they would send a car to your house in new york and the car would just come in the mail and be like yeah son your child has had at least five unexcused absences from school in the past month or whatever right and that's it and so you know your, your mom would come to you but you already cut those classes like months ago or yeah. it was like homeroom if you miss homeroom and I had one of those schools where it was easy to sneak out, whatever. So, uh, you know, I, I'd miss a day here or a day there, whatever. But that, you know, that was the, I mean, but the turnaround with the mail system was still like a week or two. Yeah. You know, a couple, it wasn't like the same day. Who, who the hell, what kind of mail system, what, what kind of school has a budget where they could send like a home same day? Well, yeah, on, on top of that, didn't the mail already ran by the time you got out of school? You know? But yeah, that, that scene... You know, he didn't know how to play that off. Uh, 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 points if you if you name uh, uh, what what Pops was making when the... Oh, come on. Come on. He was making Dick Gregory. Now he was really making Dick Gregory. He was watching Dolomite making Dick Gregory. 
Way down in the jungle deep The lion stepped on the signifying monkey's feet The monkey said, motherfucker, can't you see? You're standing on my goddamn feet What a kid to want to ask kid if he wanted to join him which apparently kid was used to this you know he's like nah pops nah not this time like he's sitting there watching dolomite with his son <laughs> a drink gregory bahamian diet to lose weight in the dead of summer with no fan you know so hot the devil was in here and uh superman caught a cab <laughs> you know oh, oh I, the town they lived in was called fresh off a nigga's ass oh that is true because, uh, yeah, he was getting homesick. I know why he stopped me. I know why. Because I'm a poor black man in a black neighborhood on a black block, and y'all just want to bust my black ass. No, no. You look suspicious. Ain't that a bitch. Yeah, you look suspicious, and you definitely look black. Turn around. Your wife likes it, old bitch. Man. We're responding to a 415 disturbance in the neighborhood. You could be coming from that disturbance. That's why we stopped you. Man, the only fucking disturbance is you fuck with me. Hell, don't think I can't read no bad numbers, chump. Boy, and Wernarski. Yeah, I'll turn y'all ass in. Okay, that's enough, okay? <clears throat> What's your attitude, okay, pal? Ain't that a bitch. Go home. Fuck you. Officer's a goddamn law. Go. I'm not ready to go home. Go home, pal. Yeah, go. You don't know who you fucking with. I'm from a small town called Fresh Off a Cop's Ass. You're making me homesick. Let me find that damn boy. He look like a whisper. <laughs> but the, the, you know, and he was just like, no. And he's like, and you know, that, from there came one of my favorite sayings, or uh, our favorite sayings uh, for the cults of the show. And me and my friend used to come up and say this all the time since 1990. You grew up on it. <laughs> you know, and that's the saying. People will talk about, oh man, come on, man. That's old child. That's old school stuff. I haven't done that since whatever, man. I'm grown up. Nah, you grew up on it. Uh, don't 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 front like you don't know about GI Joe Transformers and all that stuff. You grew up on it. Exactly. Um, any other favorite scenes from the movie? Oh man, oh so much. Uh, the freestyle battle. But you know what? This movie had it all because it, it, it was like the trailer. You saw, you know, you saw the fight. You saw the cafeteria fight. You saw the party get started and how packed it got. The people coming through, and then you saw like the dance battle the dance off the freestyle rap battle uh you saw the chase scenes you know with the running through the streets or whatever oh your uh, man having sex with the <laughs> <laughs> he was getting it in oh man you fine motherfucker you ended up in, uh, i mean but i would say yeah probably uh i would probably say uh the dance battle the dance off was critical Mm-hmm. Because that was like that was kind of the moment you wanted to see, you were waiting to see the whole movie because that's what Ken plays known for was that dance, which mm-hmm. is the Charleston, which you know you ask anybody under the age of fifteen what the Charleston was, you know they they would tell you, you know I mean I I don't know if you knew maybe you had one of those cotillions or something you were rehearsing for. Now you know, I found out about the Charleston from uh, um, uh, Sylvester the Cat. How about we chase cars, huh? Does that sound like fun? Yeah, that wouldn't be no fun. How about beating up a cat? Would you like that, Spike? Huh? Would you like that? Huh? Spike? Cat? You know where is it, a cat? 
Yeah, sure, Spike. Sure, sure. I know where's it a cat. Oh, boy! We're gonna have fun beating up a cat, ain't we, Spike? Charleston, Charleston, made in Carolina. Some dance, some prance, I'll say. There's nothing finer than a Charleston, a Charleston. Lord, how you can jump full. Every step you do, leaves something new. Man, I'm telling you, it's a lot of do. Yeah, and, it, and, and for, oh, no, to me, Charleston either meant Charlton Heston because I couldn't, you know, make out the pronunciation of the uh, the S. Oh was, no! You know, maybe it was a dance that he did. You know, you damn dirty apes, or oh. or it had something to do with Charleston too. No, it was Charleston, Carolina. Whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't we don't do geography south of uh, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> See, so you how many days of school I missed? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the Charleston. So they're doing the Charleston. You know, the kid and play dance with the step hop, the step, the, the step kick, and then the hop. And let me ask you a question. Could, me you, could you ever do that move that play tried to do when he was vacuuming? Yeah, I've I used to do it all the time. You 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 you, you, you throw your foot you throw your foot behind your leg, then in front of your leg, and then you hop over through the middle. Which how many times have you busted your ass like you did that? Well, here's the story. No, this is, see, this is not like the beginning of the show stories. I could do it perfectly every time, yeah. right? I never missed. But then I got older, and I was watching House Party again, and I was like, you know, I used to kill that. I used to be at school, kill it. I used to be outside, kill it on the concrete. It didn't matter because I wasn't going to miss. And I was like, I wonder if I could still do it. And I, I stood up. And I did the behind the leg, I did in front of the leg, and I thought about it, and I was like, I'm just gonna keep that streak. Because <laughs> I think I was a little too old to try to bust it out now. So I, I, I haven't tried it again since, but I used to get to it. I'm telling you, they should put that in a workout. I don't know if it's like part of P90X or Insanity or something, but that kid and played hop move gotta be in one of those workouts somewhere. In fact, they should. They should do a kid and play aerobics. Remember during the right when the what set up the dance party was, you know, kid and player doing you know a couple of moves whatever on the on the floor. Which I don't know why two two grown men are dancing with each other. But this was the nineties. So, nah, no. grabbing a girl. What Hold happened on. was your, was your man was drunk. Things. Your man uh, 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 Groove from Groove B Chill was drunk and and kid <laughs> wanted to find out how to do the dance step that he was doing. True. No, he wanted to find out how kid was doing the dance he was, step. They was telling. Kid, do that dance step that you do. Yeah. You know, you're a good dancer. And the kid was showing him, and it was like, kid was doing some old, you know, he was like doing some side runner band stuff, and they walked up to him and said, What are you doing? This ain't a robots class. Right. Yeah. Yo, kid, man. Yo, do that dance step you was doing out there on the dance floor. I've been trying to get that all night, man. No, no, no. I really don't feel like Yo, that. Yo, come on, man. No, no. I'm really not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. All right. Then don't do it. Then I'm learning my own. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't give up so easy. I'll teach you. I knew you wouldn't go out on me like that. I'll teach you. I'll teach you. Yo, come on, man. Now, this is very complicated. <laughs> what are you doing? This ain't aerobics class. You can't do it. Is that a challenge? I think it is. Kids should break out an aerobics CD or aerobics DVD with all of like his moves. Yeah. Yeah, he was a good dancer though. I give it to him. Yeah, it'd be uh, Kumba. It'd be... <laughs> <laughs> it's Zuba. Yeah, that's what it'd be. Well, yeah. 
There you go. You can put that in there. And then, of course, you know, the dance battle. Uh, Sydney and Shireen threw, threw down. Uh, you know, T.J. Campbell and A.J. Johnson threw down on that on that dance floor with some of their moves. I mean, I was surprised. You know, because I was like, kid and play dance battle. That's not going to happen. You need to bring out, like, Scoob Love and Scrap Love to dance battle with kid and play on the dance floor. That's just not going to happen. Or Hot Dog from, uh, you know, Chub Rock. Yeah, well, he only had that one step, though. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Sydney and Shireen threw down, you know, so that was pretty cool. And that party was packed. I mean, loaded with people. And you had two things, two things that that, that stood out to me. Um, was one when when Bilal was doing the switch. Switch. And kid, kid got he didn't, he didn't he got the raw end of the deal. He got switched over with Alice the Goon or somebody, yo. I needed crazy. a beast. <laughs> But somehow, Play stayed with Shireen. He cheated. He didn't switch it up. It's his party. You know what I'm saying? I, if I was having a house party, and I've had, you know, a couple of house parties here and there in my day, uh, you know, inspired by this movie, apparently. Uh, but it, I would do the same thing. I would be off on the side somewhere, and they'd be like, switch. I'd be like, oh, no, nah, we ain't got to do that. We ain't got to follow those rules. Yeah. And, and the second thing that stood, stood out to me was the girl on the right of Bilal that was just fucking it up for no reason. I don't know if you remember this girl, the light-skinned girl. She was to the right of me and just dancing incredibly hard through the whole movie, especially during the rap battle. Yep. I remember her. I remember her. Did she have like a Coca-Cola shirt or something? She had something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I need to watch this movie one more game and then start like identifying all these like no name, you know, B list actors that are popping up in scenes everywhere. Yeah, like your man, uh, that one dude was from the McDonald's commercial that answered the door when Pop showed up. Yep, yep. Um Clinton X. Yeah. Uh, he, he ended up on uh, VIP later on. Clinton X. Yeah, he was in VIP, and he was also in um, Living Single. He was the Jamaican dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cheese on bread, Khadija. You <laughs> just pop up. It's like all these. That's why I like watching these old movies because you never know which which actors of uh, some kind of influence later on have started their careers, got their little you know, got their little leg up as a as a bit part in another movie. Yeah. Now, you know? here's here's the question. Who officially won the rap battle? Hmm. Kid did. He did. Now, Play has he came out strong and he baited a battle, you know. But Kid came in and the the line at the end just really, you know, just really did the did the job. You know, he ended it right there. And that's when people started with the oh, 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 oh. You know, but you know, Play was like, you know, it's P L A Y to Tell you say I, not see I'm, I'm I'm tanking it up now because I should know this. Yeah, oh yeah, P L A Y said say hi, nice man. I tell you about today. I picked up the microphone, a pad, and a pen. The Legend of the Tramp begins, and it was like he's telling the story, and then you know he comes play comes to kids. It's like yeah, dope ain't it? And kids like give me that mic. Yeah, <laughs> like, you want to you want some of this? Let's go. And I you know. And they started doing that. It's my party, for, you know. Basically, they were rapping the, uh, you know, it's my party, you know. Uh, what do you call it? I can do better than you can, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because that's how they, that's how they flipped in on the uh, album and the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. yeah. And but 
but but but yeah kid comes in talking about the time for the new kid on the block with the style that's wild yeah so unique i can't be stopped reaching my peak and, and kids, this guy go yeah <laughs> yeah see i oh yeah giving you the highs and lows like a drama and if the mic got you you know i'ma keep waiting wailing and if you know stare at a while because the kid's much more than a hair and a smile and that was the, the, i think he pointed at the hair of the smile but you know he was of the ladies you know so it's a little more underneath there and then play came and was like it's my party i can ride if i want to be careful don't you step to the front two discs because i'm gonna dismiss with a death kiss and be sorry that you have stepped to this microphone wizard so come on place your bet is it gonna be me or a race ahead i'll put your money on a sorry old poor thing we can put it on a sure thing and that's me the capital p on a hype tip one fourth movement you'll get your ass whipped just tell me how the rhymes of the cuts down you won't start feeling the pain till you touch the ground boy you're going way out i'm ready to serve you if you can stay out past your pops curve look at him already it has been let go place they arrived that'll tuck your asses i was like oh shit. yeah he crushed them right there i was like yo these are some like simple they was doing we're too hype and uh <laughs> you know it's fun house and party at the fun they was doing some simple shit back then and i was like they're doing battle rap on movies yeah like oh kid and play just stepped it up stepped their game up a, 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 a level and a kid was like yo that's when he, I got to do this last one because this was the joint right here with kids just wrecked it. You know, he said, the boy's blowing smoke about what he want to be, but it, isn't, it wasn't anything going to be possible because I got lots of pull. And when you rob, there's lots of pull. When it comes to steps, I'm like, you know I don't sit around. Play, you know I don't kid around. So come with it, boy. Don't even hide your best because kids fell back because tries the best. Uh, what did he say? Oh, look around, watch people cut their hands and give the as the momentum swings from you to me. You should challenge. Yeah, you blew it up. That's in the tape. Oh yeah, step to the stage. Too late, I blew it up. Oh man, I can't even do the rest. The the kid spells backwards. <laughs> Describes your best was dope. Yeah. Now, retrospectively, plays verse was better, but kid did come back strong, and it wasn't expected because you would think after that, kid would just go home and be a sucker, <laughs> but kid basically held it down. So I gotta say he won that. But Play should have had another verse. They should have just kept going. That should have been the rest of the movie. But here's the wild thing is, for the most part, Kid wrote that entire battle. Yep. Yeah. People don't know that. Oh yeah, of course. Play was Play was uh, cosmetics. (laughs) I I actually met Play once, and he had on makeup. (laughs) I mean, I don't. I you know. I I mean, it was. I think the venue was like a, a party or something. But it was like this guy. Faces all cakey and stuff. Okay. So, so okay. The the the. You you got that? We didn't even we didn't even touch John Witherspoon. Oh. <laughs> before bang bang bang. I think I I almost want to say before Boomerang. Or oh, it must is around the same time. But he was that neighbor. Talk about public enemy. <laughs> Soul train. Where's Don Donita with his stiff neck? Hey, 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 you shut up all that damn noise. I paid $15,000 for this house. Who else is over there? Public enemy? What's his name? Public enemy? Public enemy? What the hell is a public enemy? Public enemy. Public enemy. Oh, my gosh. This boy, <laughs> public enemy. Come, come to bed, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people's damn party. What you doing, Harold? Calling the police. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, uh, what was, was uh, out the window? Yes, you do have some nice ones. Hey, girl. Yes, you do have some hey, nice babies. ones. Yes, you have got some nice. 
Go, uh, man. go on dance from, with your big ass. Yeah, he went from uh, not wanting the party to trolling the party from the privacy of his window. And I've been on both sides of that where people have a party and I'm like, oh, turn that shit down. It's like Wednesday. I got to go to work tomorrow. You know, but I've also been the, the guy having the party and people are like, yo, turn that shit down. But I've never trolled a party. <laughs> <laughs> like just hung out my window or hung out and looked at the neighbors and be like yeah yeah y'all shit and start talking shit to like the neighbors but you know that's what you do uh, that's what people do sometimes you know it's like they have fun with it so it got to the point by the time the cops came you know it wasn't even the issue with him yeah that that, that was hilarious now uh the first movie had it had a few classic songs but the two most classic songs was Always and Forever, Girl. No. Come on, Olaga well, has some pipes there, man. Was Why You Getting Funky on Me. Yeah. And Ain't My Type of Hype. Ain't My Type of Hype was with the dance battle. Ain't uh, My Type of Hype, yeah, it was the dance Force. battle. Well, Force was singing that joint. So, age girl, not the size of those shoes you wear. So tight. Well, that's close. So, <laughs> so the question is, which was the better song? Mmm. Damn. Mmm. Why you getting mm. funky on me by today? Yep. And ain't my type of hype by Full Force. That's tough, man. Cause ain't my type of hype always, always makes me want to get up and do the dance battle, or you know, do the kid and play and just. Why you get funky on me was dope though. You know that that's the that's the song. You could play it at a party, you could play it like for your lady, you know, like you know, girl, why you get funky on me? I play for Miss Classic all the time because she gets funky on me. <laughs> you know, um hmm. I gotta say ain't my type of hype. Hair. Uh although why you get funky on me had Robin Harris in the video. Answered the answer ring in the music video. Mm-hmm. Dancing. It was dope. They was tearing it up. Right. Although, I was like, I, I don't do that dance stuff. Y'all do, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, classic Robin Harris right there. Yeah, my type of hype was the joint. Yeah, if you've never heard the House Party soundtrack or, or if you've never heard music from the House Party and you just remember from the movie, you got to look up those those songs and those videos. You know, it's really good time right there. Yeah. Hey, um, that um, you're thinking of um, that uh, the Shake It Up video. Yeah. Oh no no! It wasn't it why you get funky on me? No, the the shake it up, the shake it up uh, by oh, yeah, Jamaica Boys. Oh, Jamaica, yeah, you right. You're by right. Jamaica Boys had Robert yeah. Harrison at the beginning. Yeah, that was the joint right there. That they had some jabs in that party. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, why you get funky on me? Man. Yeah. Okay, because uh, that was going to uh, House Party Two. Oh. So. <laughs> Now listen, you can't do that. Now, no, now, no I, do have, so I do have some favorite moments from House Party too. Yeah, so see, we're gonna break it down because look, House Party One came out, massive success. Everyone loved it. Everybody talked about it the next day at school. Everybody was trying to throw their own parties. Everybody was trying to dance. And this is back when it wasn't uh, frowned upon if if guys were dancing with. Yeah. Can you imagine right now guys dancing with themselves? Two guys just like. Hello! 
you know, do routines and stuff. Like, you know, I, I got a best friend and we used to do like that, that whole two man, you know, kid and play type routine. We go yeah. in the club. But it wasn't, but it's like after a while, people started giving looks like, yo, what are y'all doing? Yeah, but you know? but for, for a, a long time, for about a decade and a half, it was acceptable and it was dope. Yeah. Now the only people that can really do that is uh, Big Daddy Kane and Scooper Scrap on reunion tours. Yeah, you know, unless you're down with the Glee Club, in which case, you know, go ahead and do it. You know, be who you want to be. But kid also rapped his way out of prison raid. Kid rapped his way out of prison raid. Excuse me, everybody. Uh, won't you gather around? I got something to say. Yo, who is this? Just a guy who looks at things differently, the way things are, aren't always how they're meant to be. With the big men here in the bullpen, I don't want my knees to take a full bend. Step back, ask yourself, can it wait? Or do you want to become an AIDS candidate? Take your eyes off me. Don't even watch the kid, or you'll go out. Like Liberace did, in my own cell, I could have been alone. What do y'all want me? I'm only skin and bone, I'm feeling faint. It, it's kind of hot. <laughs> my, what big muscles you got. Ooh, lips don't fail me now, until play comes to hey, fail me Hey, what's out. going on here? Yeah, which was a first, you know, Richard Pryor told jokes, kid rapped. <laughs> uh... So, but look, they went to House Party 2, oh, yeah. and at this, you know, this is when people were waiting out line, waiting out in lines for the movie, because they already knew House Party 1, so if House Party 2 was going to happen, they had the commercial saying it was going to be a pajama jammy jam. They should have called it Pajama Party or College Party. Uh, you know, I understand they're calling it House Party 2, you know, with the franchise, but they should have, I think they should have called it something else. I was just thinking about that, but you know, House Party Two was good. Mm-hmm. House Party Three made House Party Two look bad, you know, or, or, or made it look better. But you know, it, it, you know, it wasn't the same as the first one. No, it's hard to repeat that success. So, what did you like about House Party Two? I uh, the concept of the pajama jammy jam. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they were at college, you know, which was the next step up. It wasn't like they were still in high school because you saw House Party One, they were supposed to graduate. Um, I like that Kid, Play, and Bilal were back because we didn't know if Bilal was going to be back. By the time he had started the uh, Martin, mm-hmm. you know, and so, you know, his, his star was rising. But it's like, oh, House Party 2 and Martin Lawrence is back? Okay. And not only was he back, but Bilal found the cure for his dragon breath because he had that Badaka <laughs> spray in his hand. <laughs> yes. You know, um, I liked some of the casting that they. I liked that the fact that they was gonna put Queen Latifah in it because it was like, wow. No, see, this was what I liked leading into House Party Two. Now her performance in there is a different story, but I liked the fact that they was gonna drop her in there. Um, and I would say that's about it. Oh, and and yo baby, yo baby, yo. Now what about uh, what about your man uh, from uh, Young Black Teenagers? <laughs> Jamal from Young Black Teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> who wasn't black at all. Yeah, that was the... None of the people in that group were black. It no. Was like young black, it, it was like the biggest joke and it, it played on hip-hop. Uh, he was cool, but, you know, it, and I would say he, his performance wasn't bad, but it was like, I just kept thinking, what are you doing there? <laughs> like, and, and, no, his performance was bad. When, when he actually got to rapping yeah. and showed us why he was in the movie, I, it was like... Why are you here? <laughs> Yo, come up here. Wreck some shop, boy. Y'all exist down there. I'm proud of you. Jamal, I didn't call Jamal. Excuse me, man. Yo, let me see the mic, man. Jamal, chill, all right? Let me see the mic, chill. Yo, Bilal, think about it, man. He likes big booties, dice, 
Nice bean pies. Yo, put them on. Yeah, you probably got a big dick, too, huh? A big, tremendous white dick. Great shot, kid. Here I go. I talk chips and sixes. I flip an enemy bird. Suck with that bit. The flavor kidding like nerves. Cause I make the track react with a vengeance. Scooping up my bitches and suck with bit. While hip hop flip shot, I grab the mic and it's only. Just tap that scat. Rap the gate, what I call it. Cause when I got the mic, I incite. Why, you know, and why just him? Why not, like, the entire young black teenagers? Why couldn't they, like, just make a cameo? Right. Like, he had to be through the whole movie acting. Yeah. And, and and I don't know if that was his only acting gig or, or if he did something else, but why are you here? Like, <laughs> you, um, yeah, yeah, Stab and, and, and Zilla and Pee Wee, they were back. They were back, you know, I like that. Uh, and then it was campus security. <laughs> He's yeah. that you know, uh, you know, how do you, how do you go from being bullied in high school to, you know, having the same guys that bullied you as campus security <laughs> in the next movie when you go to college? It's like they're just following you around. That's movie how magic. Small is, how small is this town? You know, and didn't the university have like some really whack name, like kind of like Truth University or something like that? Yeah, something crazy. Yeah. And uh, I remember House Party 2. Uh, because the Hudlin brothers did the first House Party. Uh, House Party 2 was directed by uh, Doug McHenry and George Jackson, who mm -hmm. had directed Duke Jack City right. at the time. So there was a lot of high expectations for them to hook this movie up, which, you know, to, to the degree they did, but it just seemed like a different movie to me. It well, felt, like a, felt like a different movie. You didn't get, you didn't, I mean, because everybody was looking for the next dance battle. And you get that. There was no charade. Nope, Sydney. And then you know, people looking for another rap battle, a freestyle battle. Nope. You know, and so we we're watching. You know, once the party starts, like oh, it's about to go down. It's a, oh. And the party took too long to get. It took too long to get to the party. Like the first movie, it was all about the party. The whole movie. Mm -hmm. It was like by the time you got to the halfway point of the movie, the party was already in full swing. This movie is college. It's his. It's that. And he's not having sex for some yeah. reason. Yeah, it's, it's time waits for no one, young Christopher, and, you know, with the dean and stuff. And by the time you get to the party, like, the movie's like three-fourths of the way over. You know what I'm saying? And all you got was a, a rap by Kid and Play, a couple dance moves, and uh, Ralph Tresvent with the Yo Baby, Yo Baby, Yo, which but is you, the best performance in movie history, by you the got, way. You have to admit, though, the pajama, the idea of the pajama party was incredible. It was fantastic. That should have been the whole movie. You know, kid, play, Balaz back, pajama party. Yeah, it, it should have been instead of saving him or trying to get tuition, it should have been, all right, well, this is how we're going to set it. We're going to set it off for our first year of college, how we used to do it in high school. Yeah, I mean, I I, I wanted to show to the kid so I could see Queen Latifah in pajamas. But word of mouth got out, you know, after opening night, and I was like, you know, they were like, it was I right. wasn't as good as the first one. I was like, nah. And, and this was one of the first movies that I actually watched on Blue Lake. Oh, like before I've seen the actual movie because uh, I think it was still early 90s and around the time uh, you know not I but people of uh, you know people I knew with or associated with uh, started hanging out with people of ill repute and uh, you know getting these bootleg copies of movies and the problem with bootleg copies of movies especially movies with black people in it is sometimes you just can't make out because it's shot in a dark theater and it's all dark you can't make out who's who I just kid just fine. 
I lost Clay Palau and a few other cast members in some scenes. Like, who is he talking to? Why is Kid rapping with Stab? <laughs> you know, which helped because sometimes they had they did one of those like funny sex scenes or something, or those scenes where they walk in on people dump doing in the closet. It wasn't the same dude from the first movie in the second movie in the closet, like ha- having sex. The same same dude. It's like they couldn't bring back Shireen, but they could call this guy up and be like, "Yo." Um, you are a big mountain of a man. Why don't you take your shirt off and let's do this and do the sex scene in this first movie. Why don't you come back? We need you back for another one because the people were just asking for the same mountain man sex scene that she was doing in the first one. If you don't mind. And they, don't worry about it. Don't, they, don't worry about it. They tried to redeem play a little bit. They made him, he sold for play and... You know, trying to make him a nice guy. He almost didn't have anything to do with the movie either. It was record, really the kid show. The record label thing and the record deal thing was just terrible. I did now, not like. Now, Amon though, she was looking pretty. Oh, good. Wow, fantastic! But you know, it was just like that whole side plot and that dude, that that dude that was at her label looked like Millie Vanilli. <laughs> the Millie Vanilli looking dude. He was up in there. It just ruined a lot of the movie for me. You know, it was like. Why, why bother with that, you know? And play at the record store and all this other stuff. Okay. So it, it, The same, man. It was like, you, put them back in school if you're going to do that. <laughs> well, they were in school. Yeah. No, kid was in school. Play was just doing his own thing. Yeah, good point. Spending kid's uh, tuition money. <laughs> yeah, that he kept in an envelope just laying around. Yeah, that the church gave him because no one, no one uses checks anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the church gave him a stack of hundreds. You know what I'm saying? A grip. They, what, they ain't got no deacon, no treasurer at that church? <laughs> all take this money and do what the Lord then said and get an education, oh, kid. No. Yeah. So I'm going to guess that you pick uh, Yo Baby Yo over the uh, the title track, House Party. Oh, with uh, Tony, Tony, Tony? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what yeah. you come to do. Yeah, cause that 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 track was. I mean, I love Tony Tony Tony's. I I I appreciate and celebrate the entire catalog except for that one song. I happen to really like that song. The song is I. Right. Oh, it wasn't a, it wasn't a house party. You know, it it just wasn't it wasn't the same thing. I think it it kind of it, it kind of went with the bad taste I had oh. in my mouth over this whole movie. But you know what? As bad as House Party 2 was in some areas, it wasn't as bad as House Party 3. Okay, so so let's discuss House Party 3. Now, House Party 3 had, you know, had a couple of things going for it. Yeah. You know? Bernie Mac. Boy, just be yourself. If people don't like you if you're being yourself, fuck them! Let me tell you something. I should go with a girl when I was about your age. I tried to please her peppy all the time. Went out my way to please her peppy. I come in one day, I said, nice weather we have. He said, you can't say that. You can't say that, it might rain. I said, nice tie you got on. So you can't say that. My wife tried to choke me with it. Point I'm trying to tell you, son, is be yourself. People don't like how you be yourself, fuck them. Fuck them up against the wall. Wear handcuffs on and crazy through on their lips. That's all you do. You, you had, <laughs> yes, you, you, you had Bernie Mac. Um, now I got to cut you, that's the rule. And you had sex as a weapon. Sex as a weapon. Who had what, like six minutes in the movie? Oh, they were in there. They had, they had some time. But then you had, uh, then it went bad because amateur. 
Ah, uh, yeah, immature before they were Iron Max and before uh, while Chris Stokes was uh, having his way with them. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. And before Marcus Houston turned into imitation crab meat. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> about Marcus Houston, that's a different. Uh, that's a different uh, episode of the EP altogether. But yeah, House Party Three came out in '94. Uh, you know, kid played Bernie Mac TLC. Uh, you know, recipes to left eye. Actually, House Party Three. This movie might be cursed. You got two cast members that are dead already. Oh no! <laughs> oh, we gotta keep an eye on. Uh, you know, we gotta keep uh, keep an eye on Condi Alexander. Oh, she's she's the um, heavyweight champion of playing a uh, bitter black woman in every movie. You know, you know, she's a yeah, she's one of the, she's on my aunt list, uh, which is a different list altogether. I won't, I won't get to that because this, this is supposed to be a family show. Um, and you had um, you had um, Shereen Crutchfield. She was in there, uh, yes. former lead singer of the Good Girls. Yeah, Michael Kalia was Showboat, the pimp. Showboat was funny. Come on, yeah. see, look, it was something going on in this. Uh... This had this this movie had quite a cast. I think the problem was it's just the way it was written. Or now it was Jackson and McHenry again yeah. uh, that produced it, and I don't know. They got a team of writers, uh, you know, and the Hudlins. You know, but these are still the Hudlins characters. I don't know why the Hudlin brothers never came back and like. You know, rescued kinda, their property. Yeah, rescued their franchise. Chris Tucker was in this movie. Yeah, you know? it's just they had the, they probably had the strongest cast and the weakest movie. Yeah, and and, and then AJ Johnson was butcher. You know, he he was one of the inmates. Uh, yeah, that know. that was the wrong AJ Johnson. Yeah, exactly. I saw the credits. <laughs> oh no, I think I saw like you know the, the cast list or whatever. And I was like, hey, Shereen's back. Shereen. It was like AJ Johnson. It was like some dude named Butcher. Like, oh, come on. Why couldn't you just call him Anthony Joseph Johnson and cleared all that mess up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got my hopes up and everything. Um, the woman kid was about to marry. Was going to marry. Now, yeah, you know, let's go back. House Party 3. House Party 2 was the, the pajama jammy jam. Right. The original House Party was actual House Party. House Party 3 was supposed to be the bachelor party. Right. Kids getting married. Play's going to organize his bachelor party. And as, you know, happens play goes too far and hilarity ensues and there's some kind of mischief and things with money being shifted around and people about to get cut whatever uh now the bachelor party if it could that had the potential for being great yeah it, it did it, the problem was all these shenanigans turned it into like this big old you know wasn't it their mix with the bachelor party too they ended up uh, he, uh who got the strippers it was, um, oh, it was like somebody else, and he, he got all these like heavyweight contenders. Was it like, the um, AJ Johnson? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was what that the, was terrible. He got all these like he basically got uh, <laughs> the Bengals offensive line. Hey, <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna pick on my team because we can't we can't block for shit. Um, got them uh, to put on some stripper outfits and uh, you know provide the uh, entertainment. Now, was, <laughs> here, here, here's here's a here's a not necessarily a trivia question, but a, a good one. What is the Friday connection from the movie? Uh, well, you got Chris Tucker in there. You got A.J. Johnson in there. Uh, uh, Bernie Mac was in Friday also. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't Debo in there? No. He was the, the, the girl that kid was going to marry is Felicia. Felicia from Friday. Yeah. I was just about to comment on how pretty she was. The crackhead, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the same one, Angela Means. Yeah. 
and, and, and not a bad choice, kid. You know, you did well for yourself. But then you go around and, you know, you, you run into Sydney again. And she makes her little cameo appearance because she's still Tish Campbell, fresh off her, uh, you know, stint uh, or Martin. I don't know if Martin was still on at the time or not. It might, Martin might have been in the uh, dying days. <laughs> While she was uh, turning the knife into Martin. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, from uh, the episode you did with Slim J talking about Martin. Yeah, she will never be forgiven. Yeah, the old uh, DDP there. Hi, Slim J. Uh, but, yeah, so, and, and Marcus Houston, why is he in there? I don't know. Immature. Yeah, shouts to Batman. Uh, please. Anyone that calls himself Batman, <laughs> he should get beaten up by the real Batman and put in the, and buried underneath the cave. Shout out to the episode with the, about the Batman murder. Exactly. <laughs> Callbacks, you know, on your show. This is highest rated podcaster right here. And, and then Aunt Lucy. I don't know why, but they had to have an old art in there. Who, and this was I, I hate when they do this with old folks in movies or in TV they make them all like super horny <laughs> what are you doing Aunt Lucy oh I'm watching that ass <laughs> and she was actually watching a porn they called that ass and like they basically did that to distract her so they could like set the party up that's what it was those stupid ass kids set up a, tried to set up the plan the bachelor party and it was like two parties or three parties and they just rolled them all together in the one big party and it was like kid is dancing with his wife to be at his bachelor party which is I'm sorry ladies that just is not supposed to happen you're supposed to wake up in a bathtub in your own spittle and not remember what happened and you know and, and be told stories as to you know how crazy shit went down at your bachelor party because that's what I went through everyone should have a classic bachelor party uh, with, with a K at the end. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm gonna go to business for myself and just make bachelor parties for people and fuck that shit up. Oh damn. Yeah. And do not have it the night before your wedding. Well, don't even have it the week before your wedding. Have that shit months before your wedding. In fact, every day should be a bachelor party until you meet the right woman. They only have it the night before the wedding in movies. They do. Stupid. <laughs> You're all hungover, cracked out. You still got. If you didn't, you know, you might not have showered that well. You still got DNA and residue on your body. Oh, no. You don't put a black light on a groom. <laughs> it looks like a, a, a hostess snowball. <laughs> so Kid, you know, was but Kid did the right thing. You know, made Pops proud, but I'm sure Pops is... You didn't want yeah. him to get back with uh, Sydney? What would that have done? You know, I mean, it would have made for a decent plot line. I think Sydney should have ended up eventually showing up with Play. Wow. That would have like just ruined everything. Like, oh, yo, what are you doing with Play? And they would have had beef, and they would have had the long-awaited fist fight, like Zack and Slater did that one episode of Saved by the Bell. I always want to see Kid Play like just go at it, because Kid got the height and reach advantage, but he's a little soft. Play is a little tough. Now we did see them go at it in another Kid and Play movie, which I rank above. House Party 3, and maybe neck and neck even with House Party 2. Class act. Class act. You talk about kid and play movies, that's got to be up there. And as much as House Party 2 and 3 disappointed me, Class Act, I found very satisfying for a lot of reasons. Okay, okay. All right. Now, the, the thing about um, House Party 3 is 
you know, we, we talked about the, the, the songs from the first ones, getting funky on me and ain't my type of hype, but yo, baby, yo, can you name a song from House Party 3? Not at all. Not at all. And uh, Amer I can name more songs from American Wedding, <laughs> American Pie movie, than I can from House Party 3. Oh, no. that's, that's disappointing as hell. You know, it's like, it, did Kid and Play even make music by this time? Well, yes. They had the, um... They had a couple of songs. That's not when the Everything's Gonna Be Alright came out. I think um I think Bounce was on there. <laughs> and then you can't laugh at, at It was 1994. How many rappers had a song named called Bounce by the <laughs> Come on, son. You gotta do better than that. Uh, kid play. They only had three albums. Yeah. This, uh, hey, this kid in play. Make sure you mention Kid on Twitter when you put this episode out so you can have beef for beef. Like, yo, how you gonna talk shit about Bounce? It's one of my favorites. <laughs> I was in the lab for like bad hours putting that record out. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. Game. Game. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> now, now before before we take a break, is there are there any other memories or thoughts about these uh, house party and house party two that you would like to tell and uh, uh, express and, and wax poetic about? Hmm. Yo, who fucked up my toilet? Real funny, man. Real crazy. funny. Real funny. <laughs> who broke the toilet? I don't know, man. Yo, don't even play me like this. Who broke the toilet? I don't know, play. It was like that when I came in here, wasn't it, Craig? Yo, I bet you it was that nigga in the leather jacket. He looked like he could shit some bricks. Neck like Mike Tyson. Play, when's your next party? Play, when's your next party? Put you in my house and your dog. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the log in there. Look at the log in that motherfucker. You know who I think it was? And you see the shot of all these dudes looking down the toilet. I'm telling you, every party, there's somebody fucking up your toilet. <laughs> I've lived that life. And then some dude comes in. You know who I think it was? It was that dude, that dude with the leather jacket. With the built like bricks in your neck like Mike Tyson. <laughs> Yo, there were too many funny moments in that first House Party movie. You know, House Party 4 never happened, by the way. Never happened. I don't even know why we were talking about 3. 4, I don't know. Listen, Chris Stokes in that movie. That movie shouldn't have been put up as, like, Exhibit Z in the case against Chris Stokes touching on the boys. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. And on that note, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we're going to come back with, uh, you know what we're going to come back with. Class act. We're going to come back with the fifth. Head like a rocket. Get your finger in the socket. After this. And one thing we always had, 
in the house, in the ghetto, was bread. Always had some motherfucking bread. And if you're from where I'm from, black people know you can do a lot with some goddamn bread, can't you? You know what I'm talking about, black people. You remember them motherfucking applesauce sandwiches and shit? Right? Them little sugar sandwiches? What was the best shit of all, though? The little syrup motherfucking sandwich. Well, that's it. You sit on the porch with a syrup sandwich like that. Mama gonna work it out. Mama gonna work it out. Eating a motherfucking syrup sandwich. We was one of them families that wasn't too proud to beg, you know. We'd go next door, because it was days we wanted meat, because we ain't had no meat in the house. And we'd go next door, we don't give a fuck, we ain't no shame in our game. we go next door, excuse me, y'all got a pack of hot dogs we can buy? Y'all ain't got no bologna, no nothing. Well, did y'all get y'all government cheese yet? Man, fuck y'all, y'all got some food. We seen y'all go shopping yesterday, motherfucker. That's all right, don't come outside tomorrow, I'm bushing your head with a loaf of bread. Welcome back to the EDP. Um, yeah, it's the Collective Discussion Podcast. Hashtag Classic. It's going on. Classic Collect. Eclectic material. What? <laughs> material discussion. This is not. It's Rashani. Was Rashani here? This is not what I wanted on Rashani. Podcast C E P. Sap. What the fuck is Sap? Podcast C S P. Coastal the takeover. Coastal in the house. Two thirds. Shout out to Tim Dog. Suck it, Rashani. Suck it. Um. We're here with uh classic Terry. Uh. Um. Your your. No L's. We don't take no L's here. No, no, no L's. Uh, Rashani's favorite podcast. Um, and we're about to hit the fifth. I am sober. One, two, three, four, five. Time for the fifth. Um, the fifth is sponsored in part by Peanuts Kool-Aid Emporium. Grape or red plus two inches of sugar. The thickest, chewiest drink on the East Coast. Thinking that that's gonna make my teeth hurt. Girl, you crazy. That's good. <laughs> what happened to Peanut? What did he grow up to become? <laughs> Drinking all that sugar-infested Kool-Aid and gave diabetes to his whole family. Um, I th- Festa just. Rest in peace, Uncle Festa, because he couldn't have lived after drinking all that Kool-Aid. Peanut, and that gr- Peanut grew up to be uh, Terry Crews. There it is. <laughs> Kids drink your Kool-Aid. Yeah, see. Red. <laughs> All right. Um, time for the fifth. Sir, uh, question number one. A house party, if they did it now, who would you cast as kid play Sydney and Shireen? Oh God. <laughs> Problem is you gotta use rap rap artists or rap stars. You don't today. have to. Okay, good. Cause uh I don't want to. You can use comedians. You can use athletes. You can use whoever you want. Well, they gotta be young. I mean, you know, cause you gotta you do a house party, uh, you know, so they they gotta be up and coming, I guess. Uh, hmm. All right, so for the kid, yeah. the house party. I hate to say this. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna flip it. For kid, for house party. Uh, I would use 
said, I'd use Chris Brown. Oh, right? Yeah. Chris Brown. Uh-huh. Light skin, whatever. I don't know if this will rehabilitate his image or whatever, but he would be a house party. He could dance. He can sing. He, he calls himself a rapper. And whatever. This is going straight to uh, Netflix at the bottom of your instant queue. You're going to go straight to Dongle. Yeah, <laughs> straight to Dongle. You know, so there you go. Um, again, for lack of knowledge of uh, a lot of these young actors and the artists out here, I'll probably just say it's either going to be Drake or Kendrick Lamar will play play. Okay. And I'm probably leaning heavy, more heavily towards Kendrick Lamar because... You know he's a you know well-known rapper, but a lot of people probably couldn't make him out on the street in terms of if they've seen him. You know, so I'll probably put him in his play. Okay. And, you know, he, the 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 back and forth between him and Chris Brown would probably be cool mm-hmm. as a setup. Um, Sydney and Shireen. Sydney has got to be played uh, by Journey Smollett. There's no if ands or buts about that. Okay. Uh, I don't know if she's too old right now for it, but I would put her in the, in that role. And then Shireen, hmm. I hate to put her in opposite Chris Brown or anybody because uh, how I feel about it, but she's not doing much right now. Uh, it's got to be, hmm. I'm drawing a blank right now. Well, it's Tori Norton. Yeah, I would go with Tori or I would go with Sierra. Ciara. I could see Ciara either as Shireen or for one of the sequels. Oh, for the sequel. Okay. Yeah, the I didn't sequel. know. That, I didn't know we were having the sequel. Yeah, because if this house party uh, 1.1 or whatever you want to call it, they probably just call it house party. They should do. They should do what they was doing in 2000. Call it like house party 2013 or 2014. <laughs> Remember in 2000, it was like Godzilla 2000. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, 2K. They're telling you it's a remake. House House Party 2K two for 2K15 because it'll take that long to put out. Yeah, so uh, Naturi Norton would be my front runner, or Sierra, or uh, and then uh, let's see who would you cast as Bilal? Um. So is, is Kevin Hart too too old? He's short enough, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably make Bilal white or something. Cast uh somebody from uh. Oh no! You cast as Bilal. You cast the uh, the black dude that was in uh, X Men First Class. Oh my god, he was awful. <laughs> he ain't doing that right. No, no, no. no. You do the uh, the guy that's gonna be in uh, Beverly Hills Cop TV show. No, no, not even him. You cast uh, Chris. Everybody hates Chris. That's Bilal. Yeah, because sure. he's funny. You know, he got some jokes, and he could do the whole thing with the dragon breath that they could make with something. You know, have boogers coming out of his nose or something else. See, I thought that you were going to totally flip it and have the main cast be two females. That's what I thought you were going to do. Oh, actually, if it was if it was flipped around and, you know, Raven Simone ain't doing much either. I put her in the movie somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they could make the first movie. I, I, in so college. If, if you flip it and go back and say, like, you know, house party with two women in the lead roles, then I'm going to go co- full Cosby on you and say Raven Simone as kid. And Keith Knight pull EMS play. There it is. Movie be done. Uh, House Party 7. Zerbert. Zerbert. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. And then Cosby makes his cameo appearance. You know. He's Pops. Exactly. Nighttime. (laughs) Pops. 
Okay. Um, question number two. Um, I'm pretty sure that you know this. I don't know if the listeners know this, but originally it was supposed to be Jesse Jeff and the Fresh Prince um, doing house party. <laughs> Kid would have been terrible playing Ollie. Oh. Well, it was going to be uh, Kid and Play and uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Would they've called that house party or kid play at Bel Air? <laughs> but had the uh, roles been reversed, would house party been as successful? Um, well, I, I'm pretty sure when they called it house party, but you know, if if they wouldn't have did, if they would have did uh, Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff in a movie together, would it have worked? There wouldn't have been a rap battle because Jazzy Jeff don't rap. He rapped on Don't Even Try It on Rock the House. Was it a good rap? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure Will wrote that for him. Um, shout out to DJ, DJ Jassy Jeff on Twitter. Uh, let's see. I would say it would have it would have some level of success, but there were some parts of the movie they like the dance, the, the rap battle probably wouldn't have happened. The dance battle probably would have been Will one on one with like some chick or some dude or something. Uh, I don't know if Jazzy Jeff did any dancing either. It would have been dumb dancing, but. <laughs> Will's star, yeah. Will's star would have shown uh, that would have hooked the movie up, and the soundtrack would have been a lot more, a lot better because you would have had more Fresh Prince tracks on the soundtrack. Yeah, Jeff Fresh Prince. Uh, so the soundtrack probably would have moved a lot more units, but the movie probably quality-wise wouldn't have been as as good as it was. Hmm. You know, so so I would say about the same. You know, but not I'm quite. Yeah, I'm assuming that uh, play was going to be uh, Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, he would have been the Jazzy Jeff role. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, and Jeff didn't have much of a role in uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air either. But think except it throughout the house. But think about this. If we judge it based off of what happened on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Sydney and Shireen could have been Tyra Banks and Neil Long. Boy, have mercy. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, and you would have had Lark, Lark Voorhees in one of the sequels, and I mean, it would just been a, a a lot better mix. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The sequels would have been better. That first movie would not have been would have would not have stood up to. But I could see, you know, because you, you instead of uh whatever college they were at, they would have been at like uh L.A. <laughs> what was the uh, school in the Fresh Prince? Um, University of L.A. or something like some, that. Some yeah. yeah. It would have been there to have the Tyra Banks thing. Yeah. And plus, you wouldn't have had, like, the upperclassman who was all rapey with uh, oh, no. Sydney. What was that about? It was creepy. Very. Yeah. Very much so. Jeez. Yeah. You would have had two, wouldn't have had uh, uh, two Vivians either. But True. anyway, uh, question number three. Would you be down for, like, a grown-up house party reunion movie like you know they're they're married but you know they're i guess they're sitting around playing scattergories or wee bowling or something but just it's some or well, class reunion where they, you know yeah, kind class of, reunion. basically what we saw an american reunion only yeah. with the house party cast yeah but brown yeah <laughs> not that i don't like the american pie series i do i, I celebrate their catalog too all the director dvd joints band camp that's a pretty good one um but House Party, yeah, I'd, I'd actually pay some money to see that. I mean, it probably wouldn't be a good movie, but you never know. I mean, you know, kids still out there play. They're still in, you know, decent, uh, d- 
decent shape. Get Michael uh, Bay to do it. Explosions everywhere. <laughs> like, uh, explosion every time uh, Ken and Play hit their foot together. I don't know about full force, how they're gonna show. It's gonna be, it's either gonna be cameos galore, or it's gonna be like, the end then you're like, can we get a little more screen time with like, you know, their kids or something? I don't know. Can we just see all charade? Yeah, they should do the reunion and have it so that their kids are trying to have a house party that same night because they know they're not going to be home at, because they're going to be at the reunion. See, there you go. And then trouble ensues, and then you see play. No, you see kid with the belt ready to whip his little, little light-skinned son's ass. See, the circle of life. Exactly. And, you, you know, Dick Gregory and all the kinds of stuff. Play would be overweight asking for Dick Gregory. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, so I, I, could see, I could see, you know, them writing that. As long as, uh... And I don't even trust the Hudlins anymore. Black Panther and all the other crazy shit they did. They did have a hand in writing. Uh, what what did they write? Was was it like they even they didn't write co-write Red Tails, but they wrote they co-wrote a few other things over the years. Reginald Hudlin, and then you know he was on BET as a president and stuff. So I don't trust him anymore. So we'll maybe, cast um we'll cast Chris Paul as one of the kids. Yeah, Chris Paul. There you go. CP3. Yeah. He's used to playing. And Kyrie Irving, he could be. Uh... There you go. See, yeah, your house party with athletes. They used to have parties. <laughs> you have to get David Stern to sign off on all of this. Oh, that was so. It would never happen. Yeah, see, you have to have him review the script and everything. And probably wouldn't. Okay. Oh, you should have a cameo in House Party. Uh, house Party reunion, though. Because G3 is great and everything. Well, yeah, we need to have one, somebody with a fucked up hairstyle in it. There you go. There you go. Take it back to the night. <laughs> Shouts to Johnny Kemp. Um, uh, question number four. Are we at four? I think we are at four. Yeah, we're at four. Um, simple question. Who would win? Because we're talking about House Party and they had a, a legendary freestyle battle. Who would win in a freestyle rap battle between TV's Mr. Furley and TV's Bookman. Hmm. Bookman has some one-liners, but he got shut down quick by Rolona, like almost every episode. Yeah, but she's not. She's gonna be in the crowd. Yeah. No, but I'm so saying she's gonna heckle him. What I'm saying is that's not gonna do well for his skills. Mr. Furley, though, he got some. He got some lines on him. And an ascot. You know, you know what I'm saying? And he rocked the ascot. He could take that off and whip him with it. You know what I'm saying? But this is a rap battle, so that's a prop, really. I'd say Furley. You know, Furley comes through. He's got he's got storylines for days, punchlines for days. He could come up with all kinds of great scenarios and, and stuff. And he's going through years of stepping in and making up, uh, making up in you in this scenarios about Jack Tripper and his uh, two roommates. You know, so he's got a great imagination. I think he got he got bars. Right? Uh, he got bars. He'll on the table. Now, if it was... He got Mr. bars, oh. and it doesn't mean uh, the Regal Beagle. Yeah, exactly. Now, if it was Mr. Roper, that would be no contest. Then so you I, down with I, Stan the Man? Yeah, Stan the Man would have just put a, just ate both of, their, both of their lunches. You know? I don't like people say, yo, uh, was it can- cannabis that started that? Can't nobody eat, need it, eat a nigga ass like me? Well, wait, oh, wait a minute. I don't like that saying. I don't like the whole eating ass. What? No, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Steve I don't like when people talk about eating ass on Twitter. I don't ever want it. 
I know we went out on the fifth question. I just wanted to mention that. Well, what does that have to do? What kind of show do you think I run around here? <laughs> you gotta get I've been on your fifth. This is a very respectable uh, show, and the fifth question is uh, tame and rated G for <laughs> for audiences. Uh, but yeah, so Mr. Furley will come out on top. Now, yeah. if you throw like Sophia Petrillo in there, we're not throwing Sophia in there. Okay, recipes, but she would have she would have tore everybody up because she would have been like picture of Sicily, me whooping your ass. And that would have been a dope. You know, we would have been like all over the floor, crazy. Uh-huh. You know, the single from that would have went platinum. Uh, we're not talking about their haircut. MC Sophia Petrillo. Question number five. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm grabbing my blanket for this one. Now, you've seen uh, the, well, you've heard of the television show Splash, where they have celebrities diving, and for some reason it's supposed to be entertaining. Uh, yeah. yeah. This, was, this goes back to, like, skating with celebrities and dancing with stars and, yeah. you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so... What would you rather do? Now we're we're doing we're doing the uh, we're going we're going to diving. What would you rather do? The cannonball. You gotta do the cannonball. Off the high dive. Hmm. Okay. All right. Anchorman Can- though. Cannonball off the high dive into a pool of camel boogers. <laughs> or, you know, no diving. And your body is smeared and painted with elephant earwax. <laughs> Which one do you very, want? A very tame fifth for this episode. This episode of the podcast EDP. It's very simple. Simple yeah. question. No, no, no phalluses. No, 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 no genitalias going on. No juices. Although nope. earwax does have a consistency to it. Camel boogers or fresh elephant earwax? I um. And this would be on TV. Oh, of course. Primetime, ABC. Eight ABC, o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock Eastern. Am I winning anything from this? Like, you know, is Rosario Dawson going to hang out with me for an extra couple hours afterwards? Could console me. Would you want to hang out with someone smeared in uh, elephant earwax or camel boogers? I mean, it's, if it's contractually obligated, you know. Because uh-huh. Mrs. Classic is walking out as soon as she sees either one of those. <laughs> She's, you know, so. Um, now, let's see. Camel boogers. Do camels have? Well, yes, they do. Right? Nostrils like that, they got to. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jay Z boogers or? <laughs> um, I'd probably say get smeared with the elephant earwax because a nice uh, thick coat. There you go, a nice coat because there might be some kind of like, you know, curative properties going on there. Oh, I'm sure you know? it is. I mean, it's like a wax treatment. You know, my skin might have a nice sheen to it. Yeah, Charlie Sheen. Afterward, you know what I'm saying? You know, it might be therapeutic or something like a massage. Camel boogers, it's just too much going on in there. You got the boogers, you got the snot, you got all this other stuff. You know, it's just, uh, it's not, not it's, it's dry, the desert with the sand and stuff. I mean, elephants, they probably even got that much earwax. Oh, I'm well, sure they do. Yeah, I'm sure they do, but it's like, I don't know, it's probably like candle wax or something. It would be freaky like that scene in uh, Body of Evidence with William, you know, where uh, dude, uh, you know, was putting the wax on Madonna. Except, you know, reverse with some kind of bestial intones. Oh, yeah. it's terrible. Righto. All right, so, um, uh, sir, p- please take this time to um, uh, do any shout-outs or um, 
appreciations for my show or uh, plug your social media awareness. Hey, I will. I will. You can follow me on Black Planet, Mebo, Zebo. No, I'm just playing. Um, I'm Classic. You can follow me, of course, on Twitter at Classic Material. Uh, that's actually C L A S S I C K M A T E R I A. There's no L at the end because I don't take L's. Um, and you can also follow our show, The Cold Slither Podcast, which I co host with, of course, your man here, Eclectic, as well as Tim Dio Double G. And uh, right now on the Cold Slither Podcast feed, if you go to coldslitherpodcast.com, you can uh, check out our show as well as classic team up which is my one-on-one show i just started uh you know so i've got a special guest for that and uh that's it we're also on facebook google plus stitcher itunes shout out to you for having me on the show best podcast host going today not named classic you know but hey it's a good good close second and uh shout out to all your listeners who are listening to the highest rated podcast guest of all time Oh, well, then, yeah, shout-outs to them. Um, uh, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Um, it was a stone groove, my man. Right. I know my brother. You got to buy your own. <laughs> uh, I, will, I will be back to wrap up this show uh, after these messages. He lived from Compton. I know. Took me to that church over in Compton. Yeah. Little bitch, man. Took me to a church. They didn't have no organ player. They had a piccolo player. <laughs> Everybody in church just cussing the can on. <laughs> After this sermon, what the, the preacher was about an hour, they were getting ready to sing, right? And the preacher says, uh, we, uh, we gonna turn to him 42. Old piccolo player said, I can't play 42. <laughs> He said, that's all right, bro. We know you're on parole. Let's try 106. I can't play that either, Mr. Preacher. And he said, what, what about 39? I can't play it. What about 66? I can't play that either. And so the folk, you know how they is in Compton? I'll tell you. Somebody stood up in church talking about, pick it up, play as a motherfucker. <laughs> and the preacher jumped up and said, all right, that's enough of that shit. <laughs> had that shit going on in my church. I won't have that shit going on in my goddamn church. Now, the man that called my piccolo player a motherfucker, bring his ass up here. And nobody did nothing. He told me, be still. Don't move, because he'll shoot you. So the preacher said, well, the man is sitting next to the man that called my piccolo player a motherfucker, raised his hand. And Tiny went like this. Started sitting on his hands. He said, well, the man is sitting next to the man that's sitting next to the man. Sitting next to the man that called my piccolo player a motherfucker. Blank his eye. And everybody. <laughs> nobody blank shit. So the preacher say, Well, the man is sitting next to the man. They're 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 sitting next to the man. They called my piccolo player a motherfucker. Bring his ass up here right now. And nobody moved. Man, this shit went on for about hours. I was in church myself wondering who was the man sitting next to me. <laughs> Preacher said one more time, he said, well, the man is sitting next to the man. He's sitting next to the man. He's sitting next to the man. He's sitting next to the man. 
to sit next to the man and sit next to the goddamn man. Call my piccolo player a motherfucker. Do something. And people just <laughs> Finally, this one guy got up. He said, Mr. Preacher, don't shoot. Because I ain't the man that caught your piccolo player motherfucker. He said, hell, I ain't even the man that's sitting next to the man. Caught your piccolo player a motherfucker. He said, Mr. Preacher, I ain't even the man that's sitting next to the man. Let's sit next to the man. Let's sit next to the man. I called to a piccolo player. A motherfucker. Then he grabbed the dick to my Mr. Preacher. I ain't even man sitting next to the man. Sit next to the man. Let's sit next to the man. Let's sit next to the man. Let's sit next to the man. I called to a piccolo player. A motherfucker. He said, Mr. Preacher, I ain't even the man sitting next to the man. Sit next to the man. Let's sit next to the man. Let's sit next to the man. Let's sit next to the goddamn man. I called to a piccolo player. A motherfucker. So what I want to know is who called that motherfucker a piccolo player? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, another show in the books. Shout out to Classic Materia for coming through and going toe-to-toe with me on the house party. Um... Shout out to everyone that listens to the show. I appreciate it. You could be doing anything else, but you you take an hour or two out of your time to listen to me. Maybe while you're cleaning up and taking the shit, I don't know. Um, uh, peace to Lamar Revenger and Count Marzo. That was him. Um, the, the, the Cold Slither podcast crew, uh, Tim Classic, the Underscoop Fire crew, um, even the, the, the old retired Voltron, uh, Black Lion, semi-retired, semi-pro, Tropics, love me sexy, uh, Decker, um, uh, shouts to the, the, listen to the Push to Regen, uh, podcast, and, 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 and listen to, uh, go to re- Rediscover the 80s, and there's some big things going on over there, uh, so shouts to Jason Gross, and, and B. Moore, and Jay Corduroy. And, and, and everything nice. Everybody that listens to the show, appreciate it. Um, so that was that. Got something else good coming for you soon. Next show will be here before you know it. Uh, hit the eclecticrelaxation.com. Hit the eclecticdiscussion.envisionzone.com. It's the message board. Um, uh, Google Plus, Facebook, uh Twitter at podcast EDP at eclectic. Um, got a hip hop podcast. Um, go to at tweet rhymes life and check that out. Um, eclecticrelaxation.com slash hip hop. Uh, I got I got all kinds of things going on for a limited time only. Um, so yeah, in the meantime, in between time, is there's no there's no reviews or, or, or five stars. If you wanna rate the uh, podcast on iTunes go ahead I appreciate it if you listen to it on Stitcher uh, thumbs up hit the tweet button you know tell everybody that you know that you listen and then they'll listen and we'll all listen and I'll have them on the show and we'll talk (laughs) Um, any suggestions about topics for the show email them uh, podcast at eclecticrelaxation.com and if you just want to say what's up Email me over there. Now I'm out. Where's uh, Devin? Devin, appreciation? Appreciation. Yeah. Appreciation. (laughs) 
Let's get out of here. That's, that's the land of the of the party. Tell them what we was doing out there. We was out there working on a film, our first uh, project called House Party. Kick it, Pops! What the movie is about <laughs> is uh, Play and I play uh, two high school students who are friends of each other. If my Pops finds out I got in trouble in school today, I'm definitely going to be on punishment. He's having a party. His parents have gone out of town. I play Peter, but my nickname is Play in the film, Peter. <laughs> oh, man, did I go out? There's a party tonight at Peter's house. Can I go? You're not going nowhere. Every little step you take will be around this bedroom tonight. And yeah, I'm supposed to be his protege. He's the man with the women. Do you know anything about a party tonight? Uh-uh. <laughs> at least not any good ones. Hello, Tawatha. Do I feel like being bothered with Tawatha? Hello, LaDonna. I had a good time doing it. It was a new experience. What you got to say now, Paul? How much more trouble can I get into? A lot of people ask us how I was making a movie. The best terms I could make it was like maybe close to a two-month-long music video. Every day was doing a music video. All in all, it was a great experience. Uh, we enjoyed it. We're looking forward to doing it again, if the price is right. Uh -huh. We might be able to make House Party 2 or about rapping Breaking two? 3, Electric Boogalee. Boogalee. You know, a lot of people choose to ask all the time, where did I meet you at? And pray tell to this theory that they may have that we met in some abstract barbershop. <laughs> How I ran into Kid was one day when I was in a group called Quicksilver and the Super Lovers. We used to um, go to parties on the weekend, so one day I ended up going to um, a party in a place called Meadow Manor. And I'm going in, and the music's jamming, and the hotties are rocking, and the dudes, and all of a sudden you hear this, uh, this voice, you know what I'm saying? It's this, this voice, like, you wouldn't believe it's like, yo, it's the rapper. It, this is the guy. Let's check out. Let's, let's get up close to the booth and, and see. And lo and behold, we make our way, and we're fighting, and we're getting through. And, and there's a guy with, with, a, with an afro with glasses this thick and freckles on his face. I wish I had a picture to show you what this guy once looked like back in those days. And he went by the name of the cool, the kid cool out. He had a big throat cut. You'll never know what I looked like back then. Did we mention the Brooks was all about? I smell, I smell pussy!